Hi, this is Netta. For years, my husband, Chili, who has a wonderful podcast, by the way, Chili Unfiltered. You could check it out on iTunes, um, podcasts, all over the place. Anyway, Chili has had this wall hanging in his office for years that simply says, be still and know. Now, that may or may not be familiar to you, but in the book of the Bible of Psalms 46, it says, be still and know that I am God. It's super familiar to some of us. And I would say that you might be like me, where when I see that, read that, hear that, I think of, just be quiet, Netta. Just be quiet. I'm a little chatty. <laughs> so I automatically assume that just means just be quiet. And a few years ago, um, Chili didn't hang that in his office anymore. He brought it home and I put it in our study, which you would probably call a living room um, or our front room, but we call it a study. And it really is where I study and spend time with God. That is hanging in a prominent place where I can see it. Although I haven't hung it up in our new house yet, but I know exactly where I'm going to put it. Um, I usually look up at that and it is God's way of saying, you know, pipe down, baby, just listen. But it's really so much more than that. That's the beauty of God's word. It's living. It's active. It can speak so many things to us at so many times of our life. So a few uh, days ago, actually, I was reading that in my time with God and I used a very simple tool. There's so many online tools that are great, but BibleHub.com is a favorite of mine. BibleHub, H-U-B.com. You don't need a Bible college education to use it. Um, it's just very simple. So I I look up the verse and then you can click on um, a simple thing that says Strong's and it'll take you to the Strong's Concordance, which can take you to the original like Hebrew or Greek meanings of the word. And again, you don't need some big education to figure it out. You just click a few buttons. And I'm looking at this thing that day and it really meant so much more. It said, be still actually means to drop it or abandon or let go of it. Now, I'll spare you the let it go song from Disney because quite honestly, I've only seen that movie once, so you're going to have to sing it to yourself. <laughs> but um, the drop it part really connected with me. We have a black lab, and he loves to play ball. He loves to play with his Frisbee. But he'll go fetch it or catch it, and then he runs back to give it to Chili, but he won't actually let go of it. And so the phrase drop it, drop it, is a common phrase in our house. Let it go, dog. Like we can't go forward. We can't go on and have fun or um, interact the way you want to unless you let it go. The word no is yada, which means close or intimate. In other words, what it spoke to me was, would you just let go of those things that you allow to run around in your head, Netta? Let go of the, the things that I just keep thinking about. And I don't think of myself as a worrier, but I guess there's a lot of definitions for that word because there's a lot of things that just float around in our heads and I let them stay there. I let them be weights. I'm constantly wondering, well, how, how are you gonna work this out, God? What are you gonna do about that? And God's going, would you just drop it so that we can be close? Would you just please let it go so that we can have a deeper relationship, maybe a more meaningful conversation? 
In that study or living room, whatever you want to call it, um, a few years ago, I added a big oversized black and white houndstooth ottoman. And it doesn't exactly match, but it doesn't clash. And I, I absolutely love it. It's many times been more than a place to prop my feet or put my books. It has become an altar. Now, if you're not familiar with the Old Testament, that might sound like a weird word. But in any kind of religion, there have been altars where they offer things to God. And our one and only true God says, you know, give me yourself. Excuse me. That ottoman has very often been my altar where I have had to take the things that are on my mind floating around in my head, the things that I won't let go of. Excuse me, I'll pray about it. I talk to him about it. It's like I lay it down, sort of, and then I just scoop it back up and walk away. And he goes, lay it down. Leave it there. Let go. Drop it. (coughs) So... I have to I have to constantly do that. It's not just like, oh, I get up in the morning, I read my Bible, I spend time with God, and I leave it there, and that's it. I never think about it all day. That would be so easy. But it's a constant battle with our brain, right? A constant battle with our emotions. <coughs> I am constantly having to go, oh, wait. Nope. I laid this down. I'm not going to pick it back up. All throughout the day, I have to do that. But it feels so good to let it go. Because if I'm carrying something around and not letting go of it, it's as though I'm saying I don't trust God. Or I, I got to figure out some options to give you God. Like he needs our options, right? Or really, it's it's just a selfishness of I kind of want to waller in this. I kind of want to think about this. I kind of want to have an excuse to be emotional or or sort of pathetic today. No, let it go. Drop it. Be still and know that I am God. And I have such a better view of God when I let it go. Hmm. I bet you can relate to that, huh? I hope it clicks with you today. Thank you for listening. That's just a little piece of my heart.